a shadow shall fall over the universe, and evil will grow in its path, and death will come from the skies. Are you from around here? <laughs> this is Filmsack. Hmm. Oh, sure. What? I don't know why I did that. What? I don't know. That was a weird glitch. Sorry, everybody. It hey, was. Well, welcome to Phil's <laughs> I, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> it's Stern's fault. Uh, welcome to Film Sack, everybody. I don't know what happened there. Uh, this is Film Sack episode 551, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I am Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He has a pretty hairy canyon Dunaway. <laughs> oh, look at it. Fly in there. It's mighty hairy. Oh, hi. hi. Dirty deeds drawn dirt cheap. Animation Studios of Canada. This is Richard Lochnar. How may I help you today? Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hey. Can any of you guys animate realistic boobies? Okay, I'm seeing hands going up, but I'm not sure any of these guys have ever seen real boobs. Robert, you seem super excited about this question. Describe boobs for me. Okay, right. Well, you do seem to have a rudimentary idea of boobs. Can you name your sources? Your mom. Do you have pics? You do. Gross. But can you animate them 20 years younger in a way that defies gravity and common sense? Your pleasure. Well, that's a weird way to say it. Whatever. Happy Mother's Day to Robert's mom, and congrats on your freaky son. Anywho, is that all you needed? Uh-huh, right. Do we have experience drawing space aliens, snorting cocaine, and then driving? Well, I don't think that is something that we as a company can get behind. Hey, you know what? Whatever. I've already agreed to have Robert draw his mom's over-idealized boobs at 24 frames per second, and he's apparently already completed 20 minutes worth since we started this phone call. So bump it. Count us in, eh? Randy. Stop looking at that reference material. We got a show to do. Mm. <laughs> Come on, man. There's 400 more boobs to make before we're our I movies think we over. Can, oh. I think this is one where we can rewatch the movie while we're recording the podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, speaking of that voice, it's Randy. Both his balls are green and glowing. Jordan. Mm. Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. <clears throat> My name is Harry Canyon. Mm. I was named for what my father was looking at when I was conceived. <laughs> Pause for laughter. <laughs> I live exactly 50 years in the future, and as you can imagine, everything has changed. But everything is exactly the same. The biggest change is, of course, that guys like me get laid all the time. Conventionally yeah. attractive women jump into bed naked with me, even though my face looks like Michael Chiklis wearing a Danny Trejo mask that's been <laughs> left on top of a refrigerator that no one cleaned for several years. Whoa. Pause for laughter. <laughs> How do I get so much sex, you ask? <laughs> well, you're going to get it too if you just follow my three easy rules. Number one, be on the lookout for women in trouble. And then scoop them up and take them somewhere. That apparently makes them super horny with immediacy. It's science. Number two. When you identify a woman who wants to have sex, don't be charming. Don't be interested. Instead, act like you don't care one way or another, and they'll just take over. Number three. Wow. 
just kill people with a disintegrating ray. Like, oh, every day. Yeah. Kill people. A lot. For the last five years, I've killed something like 3,000 people. Does that make me a wanted criminal? Or a feared madman? Nope. It just makes women horny for me. Pause for standing ovation. Oh. <laughs> I can't stand right now. I just watched this movie. Yeah. How can you stand? I can't stand it either. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, don't, I hope I don't have to solve the math problem at the chalkboard. Right, no right. Exactly. Kidding. Um, all right. With this also, and finally, Brian, he can't remember if the robot is circumcised or not, Ibit. I can't. Uh, okay. So we've got a tight deadline, folks. Quiet down. Quiet down. Let me tell you what we're going to be working on. Uh, I've assembled you all here because you're the youngest, most creative group of animators working here in Canada in the early 80s. Well, I'm here to tell you what you're all going to be working on. We're going to be creating a multi-segment animated film based on the magazine Heavy Metal. Will the soundtrack be all heavy metal, you ask? Oh, yeah. We've got Devo. We've got that guy from the Eagles. We've got the vocalist from Steely Dan. And we've even got Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. How's that heavy metal for you? <laughs> anyway, you're not here for music. You're here because you're talented artists. So we're going to divide up into teams, and each one is going to work on a particular segment. All right, we've got a segment with a B-17 bomber full of zombies. Don't correct me, Randy. Who wants it? <laughs> Okay, Team 5, you guys have some experience with war shorts. Great. All right, that one's yours. Next, we have a segment with two aliens snorting a lot of coke. Who wants this one? I think mm -hmm. I heard a noise coming from that green cloud over there. Okay, I can't see you, but I'll assign that one to you guys. <laughs> Lastly, we've got a story with a cab driver who picks up the daughter of a scientist who's killed, uh, who's killed over a ball of evil. Oh, wow, a lot of you wanting to work on this one. Uh, there's more. He takes her back to his apartment, and they have sex. So, yeah, there's a lot of female nudity. Wow, you guys all still have your hands up on this one? Okay. I assume all of you have seen a naked woman? Oh, wow. Uh, none of you? Okay. <laughs> uh, a little bit similar to Brian's, but... Uh, <laughs> how could you avoid it? Yeah, you how could you avoid, avoid it? it? Yeah. 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 Too many there moves. was no way to avoid it. It's I actually considered uh, making my uh, greeting... Uh, like speaking it as though I was the, you know, noir cab driver. Mm -hmm. Right. And, it, and I realized <laughs> that's going to take forever. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. When you yeah. do that, yeah. that character, it's so slow. And like that was the, I realized that became like a, my metaphor for the whole movie. It's like this movie is only 80 minutes long. Yeah, right. Sure. Mm -hmm. But everything mm -hmm. feels, you know, like each of the segments feels like it's longer than it actually I is. I agree. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird time, a weird running time compared to what it feels like when you're watching it. And it, okay. So at its core, this is an anthology film that takes from some stories that were printed in Heavy Metal magazine. Uh, with right. a lot of boobs in those as well. That was the famous yes, for that. Yeah, yeah, that, that was their whole jam. So you can't yep. criticize the movie for like uh, going out of a limb there or anything. That's they were in there. Yeah. If anything, they held back some because that yeah. the, the magazine yeah, absolutely. was yeah. borderline porn yeah. half the time. But uh, this was a band in our house. Nobody could watch heavy metal and nobody could get the magazine. This was this was one of the mm. the things in our house where you were like, nope, sorry, not available to you. You know, and this was eighty one, <laughs> so I was what eleven or twelve. <laughs> So I couldn't do right. it, but I ended up seeing it when I was 15 with some friends, VHS, I guess, and mm -hmm. uh, twice maybe total, and then this is my third time, and I right. apparently remembered nothing, but I, I knew there were boobs. I didn't know there were this many boobs. I don't remember this many. <laughs> right. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many boobs. Oh, well, you saw it at uh, 15. I was taken to the movie theater by my Uncle George and my cousins, Johnny and Georgie, uh, who... <laughs> 
both uh, pot smokers there. Yeah, uh, yeah, no what? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, mom, we're gonna go see cartoon. Be yeah. back later. Yeah, that, uh, right. And that day, oh, yeah. I became a man. <laughs> yeah. I, a yeah, man that, child, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like I really this, to, to to show you how much I did not know about this movie. I sat down to watch it with my twelve-year-old. Oh, oh no. my God! No, get out well, of here. Because I mean, for a couple of reasons. One, like. The cast. I'm just looking at the cast. Yeah, giant before candy, we get started. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, this. Okay, so I, I, I kind of <laughs> thought I understood how this movie would go. You're thinking and meatballs, then, right? Something like and that. And I, what I hadn't done is looked into like the the context of the stories, right? I had just only like looked at like the top half of the Wikipedia page for right. <laughs> the movie, and yeah. so I sat down to watch this thing, and I had a, a, a you know, we had we were given a. a uh, DVD, DVD, uh, uh, of it, which I had, I had dug out, and um, for some reason, within the first ten seconds of the movie, my uh, my Xbox that I was watching it on uh, decided that it was going to turn off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and okay. so, like, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's see. Maybe I could, if that's going to be a problem, maybe I can like push push it onto a thumb drive or something. And uh, while I was doing that, I was just like looking at IMDb. I'm like, oh, it's R-rated. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then the more I read, I, I realized, oh, wow, I just dodged a huge bullet here. Like, right, right. And then watch, watching the movie, like it, like right out of the gate, it disintegrates a dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. Guy in the cab. I'm yeah. assuming you weren't really familiar with the, the magazine from back in the day then. You really probably you know didn't. what? I actually had a roommate in college who had all of the heavy had heavy metal right. posters, every thing. Mm. And I, I remember thumbing through them, but I didn't right. actually put that together for some reason. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like all of my comic collecting was, uh, around, uh, Marvel and around a guy named Michael J. Linsner. Mm. And, right. uh, uh, Linsner is a very X-rated, uh, comic yeah. artist. And so like, I, I, for some reason I didn't, I don't know. I just never picked up. Never, yeah, but it's together. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, the heavy metal was also uh, hard R rated. Probably, Italy. probably because, it, like most of us, because if you if you grew up during the eighties, seventies, eighties, R rated R sometimes was it kind of gets confusing because there was mm-hmm. a time where uh, you know during the seventies was like yeah we're showing nudity and then in the eighties we got very conservative. And so as we grew up, we probably a lot of times said, oh, it's just 80s boobs. That's like half a boob, mm-hmm. if we're lucky. Yeah. But you forget, this movie was still sitting. It may have been in the early 80s, but this thing was sitting hard in the 70s. It was Canadian 80s, right? It was yeah, early really on. Much. So yeah, exactly. yeah. Canadian 80s, yeah. is a spe- that's a g- good way of putting it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, and this was a fully Canadian production. Uh, we t- You mentioned, somebody mentioned Ivan Reitman in their opening. I think yes. it was Dunaway. Um, this is his overall production, and we're talking four, three, four years before Ghostbusters. So this is like a, yeah. you know, early thing. And after thing. Stripes, which after we watched stripes. here on the, uh, yep. yeah. And half this cast yeah. are all in Stripes and... You and, know, you got and you. every every character in the movie is voiced by John Candy. Could they not? I love it. He's <laughs> even in the background stuff. I don't. I don't right. like that much John Candy. That I was listening this time, and there's like there's like scenes of groups of people talking, and you hear you can hear John Candy in the background. He's just, pretty recognizable. Yeah, just yeah, a very recognizable. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ivan Reitman as well, or not Ivan? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Harold, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, yeah. thank Ramis. you. Ramis, yes. yes. Yeah, you can tell Ramis, and you can also tell, or you can barely kind of tell when Eugene, Eugene Levy would say stuff, 
could kind of yeah. hear it, but he was pretty he good wasn't, at He it. wasn't full Eugene Levy in this. You, he, was, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't. Was it, he wasn't uh, he Mr. Shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. John Vernon, though, definitely recognizable. The the uh, the dean who's uh, dean from Animal House oh, who's yeah, the yeah. prosecutor. I had to the, look uh, that Western. up later or see that later. At the time, it didn't even occur to me that that was him. So that was a, right. that was a revelation that freaking Dean Wormer's in there. Or wait, yeah, Dean yeah. Wormer. Yeah, Dean Wormer. Yeah, that's right. That's Nailed the guy. It. You rem- you can you you have storage on your brain that keeps that forever. Oh, what yeah. a useless you, piece of information. You that mentioned is. you mentioned by the way, fully Canadian production, with one exception: not a single Canadian, not a single band that's featured on the album is yeah. Canadian. Yeah, oh, yeah, that weird. is crazy. That's I weird. Thought, uh, I didn't even think of that until like, you just said that. That's that's true. Yeah. Get some Over Canadian the last like in there. 13, 14 years, I've tried to investigate Canadian music, like going back in time. Like what was it what was it that crossed over into my world? And, yeah. and then what didn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Like what what's all the stuff that was like winning Juno awards in any given year in my childhood? And like it just never made it onto the radio in the United States where I was. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm just fascinated by how there's some really good music that never got heard outside of Canada. And there's also some really terrible music (laughs) that never got heard outside of Canada, but was like, like, you know, award worthy. (laughs) I I have a, a, like I have a playlist that I've been slowly curating on Spotify of uh, Canadian songs that have won Juno awards. And it's just like fast Juno awards. That's their, I think that's Juno. Yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, Juno. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, so. as their Grammy. Yep. And yeah. uh it's just uh, like I it makes perfect sense to me that there's no Canadian bands or even singers or guitar players on this you right. know, movie. How do you not have Rush sense. in here though? This is Rush. This right, is Primetime exactly. Rush Hour. This yeah. would have been perfect for Rush. Yeah. I mean should, the closest you get really to heavy metal, you get Black Sabbath mob rules when the the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the the green lava dudes are uh, taking over that uh that city. Yeah. That right. would have been cool. It's hard to just dis- to me, it was kind of hard to describe what they did to the music in this film. It feels, I don't know how they mixed it in to take off all the hard edge of heavy metal, but it kind of works. Yeah, I don't know this, if you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like, it's this, all like muted, but not really muted. I, it's it's hmm. uh, not sanitized, but just like, uh, you're talking it's just the music, too? right? The yeah, music. just the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cause this was, this is probably still one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. I can so put this good. thing on and, and be fine. I'm fine with the fact that there's not more actual heavy metal on here. Cause right, I right. love Devo. I, yeah. I like oh, this God. journey song a little bit. Uh, although now it, now it only is going to conjure up memories of a, uh, a guy flicking a nipple, like it's a light switch. Right. Um, I just can't <laughs> think of Devo as cult. heavy metal. No. So, well, no. Well, yeah. No, no, hell no. So. I was, I was, okay. So I've just been looking at, uh, like who were the, uh, ca- Canadian hard rock bands other than rush. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say hard rock. Cause I think sure. that's a, a way better descriptor, um, right. that, that were, you know, like known in 1981. And, uh, it, the, the list goes down really fast. It's like triumph, yeah. uh, Bachman Turner overdrive. Those are Canadian. Okay. Uh, okay. the guess okay. who I guess would have, yeah. I think lover boy was a little, mm, a, a little, little like side. by the new. time, by the time I got to know lover boy, they were more poppy, a little new, yeah. but, uh, but then it got me thinking about rush. Like, so like the story I've always heard about rush 
is that they had an audience and then at some point they added a keyboard sound to one of their albums <laughs> and everybody turned their backs on them and hated them. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Is it is it maybe that happened right before this movie? You know oh, what maybe. I mean? Like maybe maybe the people Rush making the this movie were part of the part of the listeners who were like, no, I'm mad at Rush right now because yeah. moving pictures or whatever. I don't I don't remember exactly. Yeah, there was there was a couple of albums that that were quite controversial. They 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 changed up their sound. Yeah, well, because uh, everybody back then yeah. was doing that. They were like, well, the eighties is here. Yeah. What are we doing? How, why don't we get all synthy? Van Halen getting away with it. Why can't we? You know, like there yeah, was a lot of that right. going on. I think and. You know, for for good or for ill, and by ill I mean anything to do with Starship, and by good I mean you know other bands. <laughs> um, there was an evolution happening back then yeah, to music, was. and yeah. I think some jumped on, and then some kept their sound. And overall, I think Rush came through okay. I think they're all right. A, oh yeah, yeah, Rush is a legend. Yeah, for me, the standout was the very first song in the movie. Oh and yeah, again, the, uh, is again, that uh, Radar Writer? Is that yeah. the first? Radar, yeah, song? yeah, Radar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I guess because I hadn't heard it, like I didn't know this song and it just like really got me it's like, yeah, yeah. There's a guy driving a top down Corvette out of space. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Had, I, had I forgotten that it was like, hello, like MTV photos, rotoscope or not even rotoscope photos. Just yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> pasted no, that's, they paste that was, and draw on top of them. Is weird. Yeah, there was a, there was a ton of rotoscope in, in, in some of the segments. Oh yeah. For was, sure. Right. Yeah, it was also like they didn't really try to make the segments all look the same. I I liked that. Yeah, I yeah. Did they, too. they hired they hired different uh, animation studios and yeah, a lot of different these guys directors. Were, sure, yeah, sure. on each of them. Yeah. So it's a little. It's a bit yeah. like you know. I, I think of the modern equivalent of this is obviously something like uh, Love Robot, Death Robots, Love, whatever it is, <laughs> which is much, a direct sequel. Yeah, is or it even not? It's, it's, a, it's a direct connective tissue. It, this is, is it really? I didn't think yeah. there was any real connection. No, that was supposed connected. to be that was no, that was the it was the reboot they were planning always yeah. for heavy oh. metal. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. The and third, just, yeah. The right. third heavy metal movie was in production hell forever and they finally made it into that Netflix show. I didn't know that. That's, right. that's cool. That's actually kind of like that even better because it feels like the natural uh, evolution of this stuff and they don't have to totally. you know, you don't have to have the single freaking green ball run through the way, you know, they were kind of creating a I don't know. Right. Twilight right. Zone movie. All right. Let's, or, I, need a, I need just yeah. a yes or no vote. Did you like the, the green ball as a connective tissue or not? I, I did. Loved I, it. I, I thought it was really all right. It. It was, I hated I it back eh. in the day, but I loved it. It was fine. I'm, I'm probably right yeah. where, uh, if it, it was, sounds like he's yeah. where I am. <laughs> it, it was, you know, it was yeah. shoehorned into a couple of them. Like, you know, you could have had Tarna fight the, 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 the dudes without you know, there being a green ball that made the lava turn Don't evil. Don't get and- me started on the Tarna segment. <laughs> oh God! Long running, but it's heavy it is a, it's a MacGuffin in the. Uh, I mean, it's a MacGuffin for a lot of it, right? Like it's it's right. you know it's it's the thing that kills the bad guy in uh, Harry Canyon, but uh, that's after the betrayal and after the you know the the surprise of what's her face being you know taking the money and running. Right. Oh, she didn't run. Well, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't have a chance to <laughs> yeah. run. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so, speaking of rotoscoping, your your most use of that was the final segment with. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the that, so that was interesting. I kept thinking I was wondering how they did that, and I did a little reading. They did a lot of models, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and then rotoscope that because I kept thinking, oh, 
they just flew a helicopter out some, some canyons and they and they you know they, I'm like why would they spend all that money they can just make a model and yeah. then rotoscope that so that did makes you sense. see yeah the the um, one of the great things on the Blu-ray is this bonus feature about the making of heavy metal and it's a lot of interviews yeah. with Ivan Reitman and some of the other people involved sadly no none of the voice actors but they show the rotoscoping of the the model that they hired to to slowly put clothes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I watched it. For, mm. Yeah, which is it what was these fascinating. Were to, it really was. Let me, but let me tell you, they 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 rotoscoped the hell out of the boobies because oh, those, they did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. she was yes. she was not. She she's that. built like a regular human woman, mm-hmm. exactly. a very attractive human woman, and yeah. they said, "Nope, those aren't big enough. I want stop, uh, yeah. stop drawing out of the lines. Big out of the line. John Candy's head. Yeah, big boobs. <laughs> I love the fact that the nipples were occasionally like that's not in the right direction for nipples. Oh, you got one way up here and one it was way down extremely here. Extremely cold in the animator studio uh, yeah. for all of these. Oh. Well, and keep in mind, like we're talking about, you know, an era where everything's still very hand drawn, no computer assistance really. Yeah. yeah. They had some yeah. green screen stuff. They played around with, with that one planet with the King and the blue guy who's 18, but is now. Yeah. Din. And, yeah. uh, that's, that's also a, a character in the, uh, in the heavy metal, so there's yeah, a few yeah. characters. That I remember were that hard, one. Yeah, hardcore yeah. in the in the that one in the final segment. I don't remember the uh, the, the the cab driver thing. Um, I actually kind of maybe yeah. think that one Harry is Canyon. one I wouldn't mind more of. Um, I Harry like, Canyon's great because yeah. it reminds me of uh, 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 what was it, Fritz the Cat, or uh, it, it it to sure. me it seemed more like a full story. Definitely reminded me of like the Fifth Element, uh, which makes sense. Because the source material is from right, so yeah, I I really dug that one. That was probably one of my favorite scenes. And that was um uh, written by I guess the story was by Daniel Goldberg and Len Bloom, but right. the uh, the artwork was by Mobius in that one. Right, right. And uh, oh, if you've ever house. seen Mobius' stuff, you're like, oh yeah, that's <sighs> that was there it a, is. man in San Francisco. There was a uh there was a an entertainment building with movie theaters and bars and restaurants, and then it, it had a a video game arcade that was designed by Mobius. God, what was this place right. called? I want to say Peloton, but now I'm thinking I'm sure I'm getting that confused. But it was with an actual yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was an actual like uh sit down video game arcade. Like the games were all I think maybe Japanese imports that you played sitting down. Right. And then they had a whole bunch of his artwork on the walls, pipes everywhere. And awesome. I bought a messenger bag that had the uh the woman from uh, Heavy Metal writing her Wind Rider thing. Oh, oh that's awesome. Oh, the that's Wind cool. Rider. You mean her giant crying turkey bird. <laughs> exactly. Piece her, of her shit. Whooping, bird. Her whooping turkey bird. <laughs> it's so much cooler in that cover art. It's amazing in yeah. the cover art. In the sh- yeah. in the movie, it looks it's terrible. That's it's terrible. horrible. Yeah. It's like how does yeah. that thing yeah. even fly? It's, it's, it's like yeah. a it's like a in the in the movie itself. That, yeah, I'm right. I'm with you guys. In the in the cover art stuff, it looks like a giant badass moth or something. Yeah. But in the right. movie, it looks like joust turkey birds or something. Yeah. Featherless turkey birds. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's weird. And I got to please tell me, Scott, that you captured like the 20 minutes of it going. <laughs> yeah, I got some. So, I so we're going to like, I think we're yeah. going to agree. It sounds like we're going to agree that the movie, you know, as a series of uh, segments, um, our appreciation for it goes down from beginning to end. Like we, you start out, you start out liking it. Harry Canyon's great. Den is right. 
interesting. And then with each coming segment, it's just I like, I find oh. Dan to be the worst. Um, Dan, Dan would have spoke the most to me. It, it, Dan would have right. spoke the most to me as a as a as a kid because right. that's what that's, so, that's that's where it's talking from. But yeah, well, now it's like oh you, god! If you can't access your seventeen year old boy brain to, to watch this 14 movie, year old, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hate the movie entirely. Yeah. Like as a but as a seventeen year old boy watching this last night, I'm like okay, yeah, I uh, you know like as it's starting. I'm kind of titillated. You know, Dennis uh-huh. Den is exciting. Like, <laughs> like Harry Canyon is, is, is good. You know, like that's a, you're, yeah. I, I agree with Scott that I, I wanted, I wanted I'd watch more a of series that. of Harry Canyon. That's just um, good stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, like, especially, ben, I want, I want to know more about that alien that the police were bringing in. That's like, I don't have my papers. Where's my papers? Yeah, I don't have yeah, papers. Yeah. I don't have papers. But, then, but then Captain Stern comes along and you're like, no, no, no. Take me back to the thing where the dude is, Fighting people. Right. Well, I actually like I liked Stern more than Den. I think interesting. Oh, absolutely. Stern oh, was way better because I, if nothing else, all of that animation and art. Whoever was doing, whoever was leading that one up, and I have it. I, I got to go back and look again. Oh, whoever was leading uh, that department was doing a about, lot of stuff. You the care animation. about how this movie looks? Okay, all right. Absolutely, yeah, I don't, yeah it matters. Bernie, Bernie Wrightson, by the way, I never, is, I never uh, once thought, "Oh, okay. this segment is better or worse because of how it looks." Like that never right, occurred right, right. to me. <laughs> oh, creator of Swamp Thing, Bernie Wrightson. There you was go. Responsible That's, for Captain that, Stern. That, oh, I yeah. Know visually, that. I knew there was something there that felt very familiar. It was very much what we saw with John Kay and uh, and Ren and Stimpy and those kind of stuff. It was a it was a bridge between yeah. old animation. It was uh, very, very proto, proto John K. That's a really good way of yeah, putting it. Yeah. It also, I found that one just, just really disconcerting because I, I never quite understood. That's what I loved about it. I love the, the, the <laughs> crazy, uh, hand over fist. He was such, he was the part that made it interesting. The, 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 the cocky captain that didn't do anything for me, but the hand over fist losing his effing mind <laughs> yeah. and just becoming this force. Yeah. I found that fascinating. Right, yeah. but it's almost as if at the very end when when Stern is pinned okay. behind the wall uh-huh. and right. uh, he's like, okay, here's your money. Like, they couldn't have planned that the whole time because it was all based no, on didn't. the green ball they that didn't. was, yeah, yeah, that, that uh, you know. That was, his, that was his power. His power was to control people through money and Hanover Fist, even though he was possessed with this great evil and power was still Hanover Fist on the inside, which is just, you know, he, <laughs> by, just, he like by the way, him. Hanover Fist, voiced by yeah. Roger Bumpass, who is yes, uh, Bumpus, Bumpus, yes, who's uh, Squidward on SpongeBob. Yes, oh, yes. that's Squidward. No I way. Yeah, that was Squidward. <laughs> nice catch. Yeah. I did not notice that. That's fantastic. Yeah, you might be right, Randy. I think I was probably enamored with the voice acting, the connective tissue between John Kay, and I was seeing a lot of more things that appealed to me as as a lover of animation whereas i don't know din it just like i said hearing john candy do a teenager's voice he probably wasn't that far from being a teenager at this point but it just well he's in his 20s weird and uncomfortable as as someone who couldn't draw a stick figure and get the right number of limbs on it i often (laughs) i often uh find myself uh, going back and forth between really noticing like the differences, right? Like the animation styles as they change from one segment to the next and right. going for an hour and not noticing at all what things look like. Like, it's like, I really like, I just genuinely don't have a care. Like when I play video games, I don't care what characters look like. I don't care about changing mm-hmm. how they look like. Mm-hmm. I know people who sit at the character creation screens of video games for hours and I right. like, I will hit the random button and get on with my life. And, <laughs> and so like, so like a, a movie like heavy metal 
um, I think it can I think it can absolutely fly above its maximum ceiling for people like you mm-hmm. right. who uh, are are really who really care like oh look at how look at how they've drawn yeah. faces and and eyes and hair or whatever in, in any given segment and uh, I almost wonder if that's to its detriment like a movie like right. this can can capture your attention mm-hmm. while still being a really bad this, movie. <laughs> this yeah. movie, this movie owes everything to Walt Disney and, and in a lot of ways. And it starts at Fantasia. Uh, the, okay, the first which Fantasia. Is a, which is the anthology, you, Disney's anthology. Sure. Yep. Sure. You're yeah. Yeah. Disney's attention. anthology. Right. Right. Where they take uh, classical uh, music and they, you know, weave these stories through it. And that's what's going on here. And uh, and a lot of these guys had worked in and out of Disney Animation Studios and different places. So I mean, everything about this is got. I so I found it fascinating that Walt Disney, when they when he first did Fantasia, wanted to showcase animators every year uh, in in a running uh, running series where he would do like a Fantasia every year with music and different things, and it never got to that. Not until here. This will it would it would have evolved to Disney. This is what would have happened. How many years after Fantasia? What almost fifty years after Fantasia? This is was it really that going. that long? Oh well, wow! I, I, is that I, right? Yeah. How? Yeah. Let's Fantasia, see how, Fantasia let's, was like the one of the first Disney. Yeah, nineteen forty. Right. right. Yeah. Forty yeah. forty years after Fantasia. Yeah. Forty wow. years. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. That's cool. We yeah. wouldn't see another Fantasia and, until the IMAX Fantasia 2, which was fantastic. Right, and get this. You know, both Heavy Metal and Fantasia had sequels in 2000. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, weird. I noticed. Weird. <laughs> a lot of it's, things got been on my plate for a real long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. I just, I guess <clears throat> I'm kind of on the Dunaway side of things where I see this stuff for... I, I'm more interested in tone and like look and world building and, yeah. and, and animation yeah. and stuff. And if I'm honest, the Den thing—it's a terrible name for a character, by the way. Den. Sure. Yeah, it's an um, acronym for his uh, for the for his his human form on Earth. I'm going to call, call it an acronym yeah. for bullshit. Is what it is. For, oh, David yeah, Ellis Norman. Name. You're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's just a bunch a bunch of bullshit. But anyway, the point is. I'll watch almost anything like this for those reasons, even if they're okay. poorly made. And I think there's a lot of this that's not amazing. I mean, there's some. There's moments I think of really cool world building storytelling, but it's right. mostly a sandwich. And and the bread was the best part for me, the first story and the last story. Right, right. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not unlike you know all all the years of Liquid Television we used to watch, and yeah, you know these are yeah. th- these so these are okay, all just you named something that. that we didn't used to watch because I have no idea what is Liquid Television. What? Oh, we didn't watch Liquid what? Television. It was no. it was also a time. Uh, there's always periods what? of time where. We showcased the newest animation coming up, and that's what Liquid Television was. It was yeah. MTV's way of presenting all of these indie animations, and it was fantastic. Really avant-garde indie shorts, uh, indie yeah. animated shorts. We watched, by, I, uh, well, I watched I Am Flux here on uh, the, the movie. That that's was true. That's right. It was part of that, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they, you know, that's where Beavis and Butthead got its start and, yeah, you know, stuff like, like that. 
I do vaguely remember it now that you now that you said MTV. I remember my I I had a friend who lived a couple blocks over, and his parents were wealthy, and they had cable. And I remember going over and and, and occasionally watching MTV at his house. But like it was really it was very subversive. We had to like yeah, sneak yeah. sneak over there after school yeah. when his parents. It was around. your heavy metal magazine of the time, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah but like I guess this was I guess this was early nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Like really early nineties, like 1990. Mm. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I, I just don't, I don't remember liquid television, like standing out somehow, but you're, ab- I mean, you're absolutely right. The Beavis, it was a- Beavis and Butthead was a massive cultural touch point oh, yeah. in my life. Yeah. They got started yeah. there. Then they got like, uh, Ian Flex is another one, obviously that happened there. That was, I remember at the time thinking I'd never Max seen Max had cool. a huge moment. Most people probably have forgotten about the Max, but I uh, love the Max. the Max was a comic. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it was an amazing animated, uh, short on liquid TV. It's one of the, started. not creators of the Hulk, but one of the famous Marvel Hulk artists, uh, left and went to uh, image and came up with the max and it always kind of had hulk Mm -hmm. hulk trappings but man i love that stuff so yeah you had this really amazing kind of like bursting out of animated content that was more adult flavored less you know we were obviously less aimed at kids and you could go into the whole history of animation and why the simpsons had a role in that and everybody else and their dog but seeing this again was this reminder of like oh yeah we got a little primordial ooze here this is this is kind of where all that stuff's Started and we can all thank the French. Thanks, Frenchies. <laughs> I mean, but also, is this not where some things end? Like, is this is this not sort of like the punctuation on a certain movement? I, I, I just, think it is. It is the is the punctuation of the hardcore fantasy scene uh, from the seventies. We got a little bit more campy after this. Uh, like, like surely the, the filmmakers of heavy metal wanted it to be really successful and popular right. and spawn right. things, but it didn't. Right? It mm-hmm. it no. really did not lead to anything it, anytime yeah, it soon. A, a midnight art house theater cult yeah. film for a while, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing well, for a little bit. It was it was bumping up against something that we're about to see in America uh, called the Satanic Panic during the early 80s. We got very conservative. This was coming in at a time when our country was shutting down to all of, of this. And so, yeah, it didn't stand much of a chance. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. That was around the time that, uh, I mean, it was it was super forbidden fruit in our house, but mostly it was all the yeah. boobs. That was all it was. and It was all boobs. It, my parents uh, couldn't get their heads fun. around the idea that a cartoon would be full of boobs. They just didn't. There was. Yeah, we were, <laughs> I, this movie reminded me of a piece of forbidden fruit that was in my house when I was this age, mm. when I was a, a little kid. Mm. And that was my brother had a vinyl record and, the, yes. and most importantly, the sleeve yes. uh, that was called... Uh, the Bertha Butt Boogie. Oh, yes. Bertha Butt Boogie. Yeah, by, the, yes. by the Jimmy Castor Bunch. Okay, God, I, knew, I, was, I knew every word on that on that. I thought it was Zappa as well. Pull up a pull up a Jimmy Castor Bunch. Oh wow! Let, let us tell you how we used to look at uh and pseudo porn. We were growing up. It was all <laughs> album. And so the avatar JC Penny catalogs. Go ahead. The avatar of Jimmy Castor, whoever that was, was a yeah. 70s black exploitation superhero. Mm. And mm-hmm. Bertha Butt was a like native jungle woman. Nice. Oh, and yeah, they were yeah. they were both on the album cover. 
and she had one bare breast on the album cover <laughs> and it looked exactly like the breasts you see in heavy metal mm, yeah. and you know i i must have looked at that thing every day for a thousand days straight yeah. and like my, it was it, <laughs> with it, one it, hand as far as forbidden fruit goes <laughs> a, a vinyl record cover was perfect because you could slip it yeah. between the bed the bed yeah uh, yeah, pieces, yeah. the pieces of your bed. What are those called? Uh, <laughs> your blankets, mattress your of the box, slats, mattress of the box. Oh, you okay, go. your pieces. Yeah, yeah ultimate... mom will never. Mom would never look under underneath no, she, a teenager's she, mattress. She I never mean, did. No. Yeah. That's because she. That's because she chose it, not because she was stupid. Yeah. Because she, she chose said, no, not to. Is that what you're saying? I'm okay. not looking there because <laughs> there might there might just be something. <laughs> I, and I, if you if you've never heard of this, I need to spell it out. Bertha Butt is spelled B U T T. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But it's like Seymour Butts or um. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I get it. Um, so that's where our, uh, that's where our uh, our sexual energy was at this time <laughs> sure. frame for us kids, right? That was yeah. that's why this was important to. Us. I think it still probably would. I wonder how someone viewing it today would see it. Is you know we got hot and cold running porn anytime you I want mean, it. I saw so. I saw the movie yesterday as quaint. You know, like yeah. it. I really never. <laughs> it never struck me as even avant garde. Like I right, just like right. it, yeah. because of the last. <laughs> We've been 30, so desensitized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The most the most shocking part would be the fur bikinis that these women are wearing. Are they wearing a bikini or is that? Right. What, mm. what is um, that? Yeah, I was, I was happy to see that on Tarna the carpet did match the uh, drapes. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought the same thing. I wrote it down. I said, "Yeah, we the got." Great carpet matches the gray drapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they they apparently there's a bunch of trivia about how the thing almost got an X rating and they had to like trim some stuff and they went back the animators ah. went back into scenes where the women were running around completely naked in all the right. scenes. And they went back and retro added like little thongs and little bikinis and yeah. stuff. And uh, hyper violent, yeah, uh, hyper sexualized. Even though there's only a few moments of real sex on scene, but you know yeah. everything is meant to be hyper sexualized. Yeah, yeah. that's that's right. the era. So you know, before anybody at home goes, I can't believe you guys are condoning that. I mean, we're not. This is a piece of history. Right. I don't think this yeah. exists in this way today. If they were going to do a new version of this. I think you'd see you, a, a different kind of empowerment, perhaps a different kind oh, of um, sure. yeah. approach been, to this sort of thing. It's you know? been forty years. Like we yeah. we 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 can we can kind of turn off our brain, right, from the last forty years of of human progress, societal growth, right? Mm -hmm. Like right. like you you kind of have to. And I, I'll bet you twenty years from now, the earlier uh, Quentin Tarantino movies look kind of the same way to people. Right. You know, right. I'll bet you. I'll bet you like the. <laughs> the the direct the writer director sitting in as a cast member also using the n word like you're gonna your people are gonna look at that and go unacceptable right yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. like there are definitely things in heavy metal that you could look at in 2022 and just say unacceptable yeah no, I'm <laughs> not gonna, not not right, gonna right. work today totally. which is a little bit of I a bummer because i i mean i realized I, they were being true to the the magazine that that's what this is that i don't even is that a, a thing still can you get Heavy metal, like uh, a subscription. Oh, is I the actually, magazine still out? I, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I think I think there's like limited run heavy metals, and I've seen some out there, uh, but I forget now. But you can also still get Mad Magazine, even though it doesn't really exist. Really? Well, no, so Mad Magazine like, still exists in print, and they why, it's all ad supported now. But I think why? Yes, Scott, there are new ish heavy metal. Like I'm, I'm looking at 2020 and 2021. It, yeah. And the problem is it has it has almost zero cultural 
impact as opposed to the movie from 81, which had a huge cultural impact because of where we had been, what we were exploring as, uh, as specifically Americans. I can't speak for the rest of the world, but we were definitely still exploring you know, where, where were we going? Because during the 70s, we said, free love, and that didn't end so well. And so we were like, okay, well, now what? Do yeah. we contract or do we continue? Hey, Randy or Brian, you're cracking up bad. I don't know why. I think everyone oh, else. Oh, no. Yeah, I think oh, it's just okay. you. I don't Am know. I some... still cracking up? Yeah, you're cracking up real bad. I was making a really, making a really good point. <laughs> you're making a really good robot sound. out. You're making amazing. Really, you robot sound like noise. that robot having sex with the uh, redhead. And, yeah, uh, it's like ah, I'm not circumcised or whatever joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It just got weird as soon as you is started it, talking. Is it, is it back now? Is it no, okay? Still all crunchy. It's like you're getting okay, uh, cool. Uh, what was we saying? Uh, you were saying I don't remember. You were saying something magazine. about things. Oh yeah, we found so basically you can still get yeah. recentish issues of it, and they have a whole site with a bunch of extra stuff, and it's still a thing. Um, Go. Are we, we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We're still here. Okay. Yeah, we're going. We're it's, going, baby. Uh, it, is, it is still a thing. It looks like all they ever do is one shots, but that's fine. Like, it's yeah. I'm fine with that. It's, uh, it, it's, it, it looks really badass. Like, the the one I linked to you guys uh, is the issue of Heavy Metal from two weeks ago, which probably means it came out two months ago because you know how those things work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like, I want it. I want to thumb through it. Like, this mm-hmm. it, looks amazing yeah it's yeah. they're great the art was insane like again it was you know you always knew you were going to get some adult thing and it was going to be super violent and probably have sex in it but you you were also right. going to get some trippy sci-fi that you didn't get in mainstream media at all and i yeah, love that and actually like now that you say trippy sci-fi it kind of triggered my thoughts about what i didn't like about the movie mm, tell us um the movie just barrels ahead with whatever it's like right, and, like and they're just, writing it as they're going along, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure. at times, it's like the movie becomes self-aware, and it ha- and it tries to explain itself by hand waving at you, and it's like the biggest trope ever. Like the and it happens over and over and over. This movie, a guy dives dives into a pool to save a drowning woman, and then starts yeah, swimming yeah. along, and you're like, "Wow, he's underwater a long time." And the movie realizes, "Wow, he's underwater a long time." So the movie <laughs> yeah, has yeah. him think out loud. He thinks out loud, "Ooh, I shouldn't be able to do this. I wonder why I'm able to do this." And you're like, "Yeah, it's hand waving. You're, yeah. you're hand waving." I couldn't pay attention to that because I was laughing too hard about the animation of her. Like he jumped in and he like wraps her legs, which are tied at the ankle right. around his neck, and he's just wearing her like a cape, yeah. an underwater exactly. cape. Yep. So you know the pressure of the water going right up her nose as <laughs> he's absolutely uh, yeah pushing along. Yeah, I'm like that. that I'm like that. You're gonna you're gonna come up and, and she's gonna her. be yeah oh, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking you're gonna come up and she's gonna be dead. That that lady is dead. No. Right. Like, but the movie would be better off if it just. Uh, proposed to let you decide for yourself to, for you to figure out, Oh, he's got superpowers. Oh, we're on an alien planet where people can, uh, you know, swim underwater for two minutes, like that sort of thing, you know, I mean, the truth truth of the matter is there, there are now a million things better than this. And, and, and so you, (laughs) so really it's place in the world is as, as, as proto material for, for the future of, uh, avant-garde animation. Like if looking back on it, I I am also like, Hmm, you know, you didn't try very hard here or you didn't, you know, the art in this particular segment's kind of bad or the storytelling is terrible or whatever. Uh, I, and I'm sure they struggled think, against studios to get shit done. And um, like, this seemed too weird. There for was me. no studios. 
Well, it was <laughs> it was something. It ended up in theaters. It had to be distributed. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah. I, I'm not going to come back and let see who the studios were. I think that uh, I think I knew exactly what I was into as, as within the first couple of minutes when we have the uh, uh, radar rider when he comes out, pops out with his Corvette out of the back by the bottom of a uh, uh, the Columbia. So you know, again, I said I said that was one of my favorite things in the movie. I, yeah. But imagine if that guy in that car had thought out loud, how can I do this? How is this physically right. possible? Well, we got to remember like the, the that, space shuttle that was the it. first time it was up. Yeah. That was, that was like uh, 81 was the same year that this uh, Columbia went up for the first time. Right. That was, mm. so was it, it was very, yeah. So it was very, it was like, Ooh, look at this brand new stuff. And we're going to, this is how stuff works. Yeah, you can drop a Corvette down to a planet and <laughs> yeah. not right. die. That's so weird. Drive that away. opening thing is the weirdest because it doesn't ever explain it. Uh, you know, freaking Newman looking ass guy with under the helmet going, oh, I got something I for feel you. Like you're, I feel like you're arguing with me here. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying you're better off without a overt Explaining. explanation. Yeah, I agree. That it's more agree. cool yeah. and interesting when yeah. you make up the explanation for yourself. I totally agree right. with that. Yeah. Yes. This is why it's I hard for me to it's hard for me to 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 peel away what I already knew even going into this because during the 70s I read horror comics and these were partially uh part of that especially in in the in the in the mansion where he's mm-hmm. uh, harassing and bringing memories to the to the girl. Um I'm like, "Oh, this is this is such horror comics." from way back. And so everything to me just felt when I watched it, it just felt like, yeah, this is, this makes sense. Yeah. yeah the um, original through line or the original setup that was going to keep all the stories together was going to be a carousel. Like basically he yeah. Grimaldi didn't die and he was presenting a carousel to his daughter. And each of the rides on the carousel was a different story. There was a B 17 bomber that you could ride on. There was a wind rider, a howling Turkey bird. There was a, <laughs> That little spaceship or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, that would have, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been that would have been a lot better connective tissue because I'm with you guys. It does feel disconnected because I, I mean uh, the Lochnar kind of like goes and then here's another story. That's it. That's how yeah, they pull, pull it right. together. You know, right. just with, with narration over top of some animation they already had. Yeah, yeah. Kind of loosely it, tied in. It's uh, it, it's hard for me to to put my finger <laughs> on this. But like some of this looks like the shitty He-Man stuff that was about to happen. Yeah, yeah. The and filmation. Then, and it, as it, yeah, as it should, because one of the animation studios that worked on some of this stuff actually worked on the She-Ra comic books, which influenced the the series. And so, I mean, all these artists that are working right now were going to be huge. Or were already huge, really. Yeah, uh, commercials and heading into the eighties. Some of it's just so much better than like I thought the the airplane B or the bomber stuff looked yeah. maybe the looked the best maybe. Yeah, and that one of all the stories has kind of what I think is like the the most concise or or solid plan. Right? Okay, he's this guy's on this uh, bomber. Uh, oh no, everybody's dying, but they're kind of coming back as zombies. Oh, I finally escaped. I got out of parachute, landed, and crap. Now I'm in the middle of a whole field of these things with zombies it's like as it, one person said no i think i actually have an ending for my story yeah, yeah. <laughs> and odd, oddly yeah. enough the b-17 story which i felt kind of felt kind of abrupt because it it it, it kind of uh, came out of the captain stern i yeah. found out that there was a missing one in between called yeah. neverwhere land mm-hmm. that was a really uh, a big nod to the fantasia type styling of 
primordial all the way uh, to modern war and in, into the B-17 story. And yeah, I hate you watch that uh, get fully animated. The evolution mm-hmm. of a planet to go from uh, like uh, you know cavemen beating the crap yeah. out of each other all the way up to Hitler, and, and boobs. then it goes into and boobs. Is there boobs in Jack, that one? I did, yeah, there's I didn't a watch there's a Jack, there's, there's an animatic and uh, yeah. and it's and it shows Jack the Ripper and he's like all raping her in the in the streets and stuff. Boobs all a flying oh, everywhere. So okay. yeah, good. they didn't miss anything there. Yeah, I feel like I <laughs> not not sad. I missed that one. Yeah, they didn't miss a beat. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Do they do this today if they remake it? No. Do they make something cool? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, because now is because this is about explore, exploring the fantasy side of sexuality, over sexualization. Uh, you know, what is deep down inside humankind? And now we do robots because that's yeah. you know that's where we're at. That's where we're fantasizing, I guess, sexually. Are we? Oh, as they a, were as a culture, as a culture, because <laughs> okay, gotcha. we're we're exploring what sexuality means in our modern times. I think if you go a couple more years down the line, you may be looking at a couple other things that are especially hot topics now uh, in in America and across the world. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a it's a creative outlet for artists, and uh, I think it's important. Really, I, I really, I, I there's like it. there's the question. I can't. I can't make up my mind. I, I mean, obviously, how important can it be if nothing has ever pushed me to watch it in forty years? But right. at the same time, like I want always, I always look at stuff like this. I'm like, I want to believe. I want to become a believer in right. whatever. <laughs> I, because a lot of people put a lot of effort into making this thing. You know, it's a work right. of art, right? But is it important? I, I don't think it is. It important to necessarily. You know, but those who were looking for artistic uh, camaraderie, maybe, I mean, I don't think, no, not everybody has seen heavy metal and not everybody is influenced by it, but those who need to feel like they are on the outside or unusual or weird, if they can find this, they may find a way to, you know, unlock their own creativity and answer some questions that you probably can't talk about in polite company. Let's say right, that something but, is but, nagging you. Mm. Go ahead. But if you can't talk about it in polite company, isn't yeah. it just a lot of people making their own porn? It kind of, <laughs> kind of, it, yeah. it kind <laughs> of yeah. is, but it kind of, it's according. I mean, you can throw it all away and go, uh, humans don't have sexuality. And, I, and I, by that's the way, not I true. don't want, I don't want that to sound like a huge put down. Right. Because like a, right. an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is a certain kind of people making their own porn. Right. And, yeah. and like, you can, you know, like it, that, that's too dismissive. Yeah, I just I like, true lies. I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, like, but I just like, I look at something like this and it just didn't like, I, I tried really, really hard to go, okay, it's 1981. I'm going to let this really capture my imagination. Right. Uh, no, it didn't. It's, you know? Yeah. And it, and it might not have spoken to you. Like, like I said, I, in the things that I was reading and I was doing and I was exploring, this was just another link in the chain of, uh, creativity that i was exploring but it is definitely not mainstream and so you may have been totally withdrawn from all of this and it would be very abrupt if you if you open the book of what modern art is saying and you open it to this page you'd probably be like ah, what happened i'm yeah. gonna need some context 
going to need to roll back a little bit. Do you like that uh, Devo so. band, fake Devo band in there, uh, Brian? I, I kind did of, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, that. that was pretty great. Those guys looked real stupid. They were all wearing glasses or something. <laughs> when, like, well, when one the guy started. A, one guy had a blindfold on, and then uh, but yeah. they had the bougie boy, the, the you know the classic Devo uh, bougie boy who yeah. you saw in yeah. some of their early videos as one of the uh, one of the players in the band. So they had the. They had the Cantina band in there. It was kind of was because yeah. he was, yeah, exactly. he was playing was. that one weird uh, uh, keyboard that you could warp or something. That was kind of cool. That was pretty oh yeah, amazing. like a like a bendy guitar. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, uh, I, as I told you last week, I was really looking forward to the use of the Sammy Hagar song "Heavy Metal" in this oh, song, his yeah. movie. I it was like one of my favorite things. Like I had all kinds of. I had a big box of cassettes in the late eighties, uh-huh. and right. and like I had made, you know, I had made my own mixtapes, and so like the idea of a heavy metal mixtape, you know what I mean? Like it was going yeah. to definitely have the Sammy Hagar song "Heavy Metal" on it. Yeah, and so I'm not knowing really what this movie was about, I had some expectations. And then it turns out, no, it's just a, a, a feature music video um, in the middle of the movie. Yeah. And what you're seeing is space stuff. But the Sammy Hagar song, Heavy Metal, is about how you amplify guitars and voices and drums yeah. to make a really, really loud thing that hurts people almost. Right. And like, uh, the didn't they didn't go together. The song and what I was seeing in the movie didn't didn't fit, right you know well right. isn't it a different he didn't even do that song right or am i mixing it up i thought the heavy metal song think, was uh there are two there's, there's, two? there's, two. there's okay. heavy metal taking a ride which is the don felder i believe one. yeah mm-hmm. and that's the metal. slow one take a ride on heavy metal but the, like. but the hagar one is the it's your one-way ticket to midnight uh, call it heavy metal that's right <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I, played I that, love it I when Ibit performs for us. I played that old soundtrack so much I could probably even tell you track order on the original album. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have this on vinyl? I don't. No, my uncle did, yeah. and it was cool because it was uh, it was a double disc set, and they did yeah. in that in the in back in the old days. Back it in was the old days. Uh, instead of the first disc having side A and side B, they knew that you had one of those turntables that had the little. Uh, the spindle Clipper. with the yeah the spindle with a little peg on it and the, they would yeah. drop the second album when the oh yeah, reached yeah, the end yeah, of the first yeah. one so yeah. it, it's like staggered side A and side B are on two separate albums that makes sense and then you flip them over at the yeah. same time and side C and side D were on the flip side so it was like A and D and B and C I think were on the, nothing on nothing album. more nothing more if you've never experienced a record drop on a <laughs> yes, change yeah you it is something that you cannot compare to anything else in this world it's like oh the music's done okay now it was, i'm watching it, okay, it was crazy comes. like that was here our comes. that was our autoplay like <laughs> that was the, that was the cd disc uh hit uh, that's the cd logo uh, on the on the screensavers, waiting for that <laughs> the anxiety of waiting when's it going to gonna drop? Corner. Yeah, yeah. Right. When's it going to drop? I grew up. Uh, I grew up in a household with three record players, um, and one of them was so freaking fancy, and I didn't know. Yeah, I, it did not yeah. ever occur to me at Christmas. My mom would get out some Christmas records from the seventies and play uh-huh. them, but like generally speaking, <laughs> the 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 records that were being played in my brother's room. Or in my parents' bedroom, I just didn't really care. I didn't notice yeah. or anything. But in the living room, she had the, the hi-fi in there. The, the yeah, that yeah. thing. That thing was a a. Uh, it was built into a table. 
Yeah, so console, it was like a, right. Yeah, it was a console record oh, yeah. player that came yeah. out on these on these shock absorbers, and it yeah. had a mechanism that could flip a record automatically yeah. when it got to the end. And, and everything I, was crushed red velvet on the inside. Is that I would? It was fascinating to me. <laughs> I would actually have it was later used as a uh, later used as a TV yeah. stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. I now I can't wait to get my hands on that thing. Like I now that I I have I'm able to look back. I'm like, man, that right. is a freaking the coolest freaking thing it had this it had this thing up the middle of the spindle Uh that would raise the record and then this and you had this funny this looked like an f right yeah yeah and then and then this arm this other arm not the needle arm but this other arm would come under the record and lift it and flip it Taking you out of here, flip time. Yeah, yeah like a, like a jukebox. Like you see those in jukeboxes, right? Where yeah, it like yeah, slips under them. the record and then it like, whoop, yeah. like flips yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just like, I never, I never <laughs> appreciated that. I promise you, never once did I ever look at that and go, that's really cool. And like, that's I, cool, I, man. I, I thought it was just old and dumb. You know, yeah. like yeah. records. Yeah. I, I have cassettes yeah. now. Cassettes are so much better and they're not. No, they're, they're not. not. They're so much <laughs> not. We all thought they were, but they weren't. Yeah, I mean they have yeah. their place, and I kind of have super some fun feelings. They but... were just super portable. Yeah, they I'm were. Telling you, man, I I don't know if I've I don't know if I've preached it here or if I've preached it elsewhere, and I'm sure the young people or people anybody younger than me or people not into records are like, shut up, Brian. But I'm telling you, there's something engaging about playing a vinyl record that you just don't get from Spotify. I can turn on it's an true. album on Spotify. And I'll I can almost totally ignore the album at some point, whereas on a vinyl I've got to pay attention, and it makes me engage with the mm-hmm. music because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's about I got I got to flip it, I got to flip it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's just this engagement level that you just don't get when you're just binging stuff. Why like Why is there such a fondness? now for LPs, but still not one for Laserdiscs, where halfway through the movie, you have to flip the Laserdisc over, right? Like, I'm totally willing to accept, oh yeah, I get to listen to half of my album, then I go over and I flip it and I listen to the other half. I'm fine with that. Well, you tell me I have to watch a movie on Laserdisc, it's like, no effing way. That's a level of engagement you're not interested in if you haven't played a Laserdisc lately. uh, it's, It's only 480i at home, and that looks like ass oh yeah it does. uh so yeah. even if you have a you know old crt which you can play it on and it looks at least the way it was intended to look uh yeah it's still a hassle it's not like listening to music it's it's, yeah. it's a hassle yeah I, it's pretty funny though because i think music has an active uh active component where you're like all right yeah. i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna flip that over and while I'm doing yeah. it, I'm looking at the jacket and I'm reading the yeah. lyrics. I'm looking, at my, I'm looking at the butts on yeah. my, of the on my album. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, this cool, you know, Eddie the Beast thing for or whatever, right. you know. <laughs> and I think there's maybe, some of that. Maybe. Whereas with movies, you just don't want to get off the couch. Yeah. You're just yeah. You're there. Yeah. You're, Let me you tell know. you something else, too. A lyric sheet in an album is fine to read. One in a cassette tape. That's a pain in the ass. Big old oh, pain yeah. to read. Yeah. The you have to unfold it. And that thing never yeah. folds back up the way you want it. Yeah, never. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there, there's some, my old man moment. Enjoy it. Heavy metal. It needs to, you need to listen to it on uh, vinyl if you're going to listen to it. Yeah, and watch if, it if you can. Yeah. Uh, the album, I noticed the entire album's on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the music services. So if you really yeah. got to yeah. go that way, you can do that as well. Um, there's a couple pieces of trivia here that are interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it. I did, and then I went and looked it up, and sure enough, confirmed when the aliens are stoned and flying through space. 
By the way, cocaine wouldn't make you stoned. It would make you hyper, but whatever. Right. Um, space cocaine, I guess. I don't know what that's But, I mean, was. it was yeah. so much so cocaine, addition, it was ridiculous. Yeah. In addition to never seeing a live naked woman, these guys, uh, the animators yeah. also never had cocaine. Yeah, they never used <laughs> yeah. drugs before. Uh, but one of the damaged ships that they pass is the USS Enterprise. Literally says it on the thing. I saw that. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw I, I noticed, noticed that. that. Yeah. Before, yeah. Four years later, uh, the uh, Star Trek Three would happen and the Enterprise would be destroyed. But that was that was that a was cultural phenomenal uh, experience that I don't think anyone can appreciate. The first time we saw the Enterprise go down, it right. was like they killed Captain Kirk. I oh, mean, it, was it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, you thought killing Since Spock. Since then, we've destroyed a bunch of enterprises and just keep putting new numbers up. Yeah, no it's fine now. We have a standard for it. But back then, yeah. it was like sacrosanct. I couldn't believe they did it. Oh, yeah. yeah, It was bad enough you killed Spock, and you had to literally bring him back is how bad an idea that was. And then you have a whole planet. Then you <laughs> kill the ship, and then you spend the whole next movie flying a bird of prey? Horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrendous. Right. right. Yeah. By the way, that's my favorite dad joke right now. I pull up my sleeve and show somebody my arm, and I go, check out my cool bird of prey tattoo. And there's nothing there. Oh, oh there's nothing there because uh, it's, it's, it's cloaked. Yeah, it's my you favorite. It. It's my favorite uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh. Right now. I'm going to do it to everybody that's until they're sick good. of it. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. I, uh, clips now? What do you think? Yeah. Cl- Eclipse? Yeah, okay. Oh, I don't want to just sit here with my dork hanging out. Yeah, I don't yeah, my dork hanging out. I forgot about that. You know yeah, that exists in the clip oh, yeah. collection here. Um, it has to. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go then. Let's get into them. We got this one here from Harry Canyon. My name's Harry Canyon. I drive a cab. Harry Cam. Uh, Richard Ramant- yeah. Romanus. Do we know him I, from anything? It's not. You know what? He does. Uh, listening back, he doesn't sound as slow and noir as my memory of watching this was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that newspaper he's holding, by the way, was dated New York Times, dated July third, twenty thirty one. So that's when this is yeah, twenty thirty one. That's what I was thinking it was too. Yeah. So it's right, coming up fifty years in the future, exactly yeah. fifty years in the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming up, baby. We'll see yeah. how it goes. All right, hand over your hand over your cash. Okay, sucker. Hand over your cash. Hand over your cash. Hand over your cash. That thing, this voice fell out of place a little bit. Not very cyberpunk, but yeah, whatever. it was. That's okay. He got he got vaporized shortly after, right? So yeah. Good. Here's a good kiss my ass moment. Kiss my ass, will you? I'll do it for twenty bucks. All these poor ladies in in the um in the IMDb, they're, in the all listed as, they're all listed yeah. as whores. That's just their right, credits. right. <laughs> whore, whore, whore. Yeah, some lady in her eighties <laughs> was a whore. Good, yes. Lord, good Lord. All right. I played a whore. <laughs> it's a heavy metal movie. You may have seen it. Uh, is Rusty still in the Navy? That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's well, the alien Brian Ibbett brought up earlier. Uh, I captured his deal. I tell you, I'm an American citizen. I, I just lost my papers or something. I don't know who that was. I like that guy. That, yeah. Is that John Candy? That. Might have been. Could have been Eugene Levy. <laughs> I think it's John Candy holding his nose. That, that entire little bit was so they could make the the joke that he's a legal alien. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. One hold. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah, work. Yeah. A lot of work for that one joke. You're right. Yeah. Uh, here's John Candy's first first vocal appearance that I'm aware of. If it wasn't, if he's not the alien, I'm not sure he is, but he's definitely this guy. Before you go any further, pal, I gotta tell you, it's cash up front, thousand bucks a day for a full investigation. Another thousand of the assailant is caught. You understand? Jeez, police That's work. Cops man. of the future, right there, Candy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's rough, man. That whole that whole. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The uh, Fifth Element people may have gotten some ideas from this. 
because oh, it's sure. that same yeah. story. It's all tied in together. Here's the girl. I'm gonna take that her. Driver. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna now. Well, they're shooting the artists was uh, uh, one of the artists grew up with one of the artists here, and he had a great influence on. The Didn't film. Morbius so do? I thought Morbius did all the concept art for. I I think Morbius. he did some of it. Mor- Morbius, shit. <laughs> Morbius, the half vampire man, did you all really of need thing. to go watch that movie and just get that. You'll never want to talk about Morbius again after you see the movie. Yeah, you feel it point. because there is connective tissue. There you go, Scott. We won't dig into too deep into it, but yes, there is connective tissue between. I'm pretty sure films. Mobius did all that art. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He yeah. did, did some original, of the art. I think he just did the original and, story. The art for the original story it's based on. So it was yeah. influenced by that. But I don't and think his childhood he did friend or anything. Well, yeah, his childhood friend also worked on. The Fifth Element. I'm Go pretty ahead. sure he was literally really? paid by the Fifth Element producers to do shit. Yeah, look, yeah, I found oh, oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry, Fifth Element. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Fifth Element for sure. I'm sorry, not not heavy metal. Yeah, the uh, the aliens in in uh, Fifth Element were absolutely designed by right. and that cop. He did that cop with the big giant circle on his chest and the um, yeah. uh, all those weird designs. So good. Love that stuff. All right, I knew I wasn't crazy. Uh, moving on to this click click. Clip. Click. Time for this click. I almost said a different CL. <laughs> nice. Um, it'd be appropriate for this movie. Anyway, uh, what does this actually mean, I wrote? Nothing can beat good old American know-how. And I was given this broad, the stars and stripes forever. I don't get it. <laughs> it was the Well, the worst. stripes would be his penis and ah. the stars would be... I don't, I don't know. know. His testicles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was a weird thing to say. I just could not... And then that, the music that was playing there, that's really yeah. familiar. Open, arms. Open, Open arms. arms by Journey. Yeah. Right, right, right. Nothing and can be good old American know how. Oh, it's at the end, isn't it? Right. And yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. it does it, it sounds like a it sounds like the music on a like a public service announcement on <laughs> The More You Know. Yeah. It does. Hey, that's got a star and stripes in it too. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, here's some more candy. It all started when I found the green meteorite. I read in Faraday's Life of the Planets that smaller ones like this are supposed to burn up when they enter the atmosphere. Hey, I'm 18. Hey, yeah. everybody. Can you, make your sound, can you make yourself sound younger? <laughs> I love how I love John Candy's youthful thing he does. Yeah. Uh, he does. I'm torn so on it. I'm, I'm, I'm at the same time pleased and annoyed by it. Like, yeah, I, that's I don't what makes like you great. It, but I love, I love John Candy, so it's kind of hard. I can't yeah. reconcile. Here's some intense music for a very intense moment. stuff right there. oh yeah we never even talked about the score it's uh elmer bernstein is that right yes yeah. yes it is elmer bernstein it's very good i think uh yeah 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 like you, mm-hmm. you for you know you're so we get so focused on the soundtrack the score is actually pretty damn good yeah too. it was quite good i like that i just a lot. Wa- i, I want to touch on uh john, john candy just a moment uh he was 30 when he mm-hmm. recorded his oh, lines wow. for this movie. Okay. So he's 30 older than i thought yeah. too Jeez. and dude died at 43 yeah yep, yep. Too young, forty three. Yeah. Plus, his last movie was into the into the or east east wagons east, and it's a piece of shit. Wagons movie. east that movie's like, bad. I know, I know people who are just getting out of college at forty three. Oh yeah, no, it's too young. It's I mean, <laughs> yeah. we all when we were kids, we were, that seemed old, but that ain't old, man. That's that's stupid it's young, still, and you had a lot more yeah. to do. Pisses me off. Um, all right, here's oh, I got some audio from uh, Ibbett's mom. 
Uh, oh, this is. I can't imagine what this is going to be. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So it's this the is the worst movie for that some, kid. Something, something you said. Um, you left prom early, and someone's like, "What are you doing?" And you had you yelled this back. There was no way I was going to walk around this place with my dork hanging out. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why was yeah, your dork really cheap out? tux? Uh, no zipper. <laughs> yeah. Basically, oh. I tried. I tried moving my cummerbund a little bit lower, but uh, no, just uh, oh, too low. Took, pop, popped took out. it back to Mr. B's famous tuxes and got oh. my money back. Yeah. Well. Bet, for a reason i'll bet if they had known that in the subsequent like decade of years that word dork would become a totally pg word that everybody <laughs> used right. openly in front of their parents they might have used a, a more r-rated word there like yeah. that's just mm. it just sounds like to nowadays it just sounds it's, it's totally wrong because when you say dork yeah. i don't think of that i think of a dorks yeah. yeah like a we- well i think of a weirdo or like a funny guy or a nerd or whatever right I think of penises. <laughs> I know. I know you do. Please hey, capture that. Here's what these people... Oh, yeah, someone captured... Oh, hold on. Mark it. Thank you for the reminder. I'll just do it myself later. All right. Uh, let's play this one. This is what the little chanty dudes were saying. Here you go. Ulatech. Ulatech. Yeah, it's 45 John Laird. Uh, John Candy layers is what you're hearing. There. Is that a bunch of him doing that? No, I don't know. I know probably <laughs> they probably did, but I love the Ulatech. Sounds like a place I need to Cthulhu. It's Cthulhu backwards, by the it, way. It is. It is Cthulhu backwards. That's that's right. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, learning something new. They were all saying it wrong. Apparently, Cthulhu. Uh, are you around? Let's see what this is. Are you from around here? Oh, that guy. Are you from around here? Oh, are you from yeah. around the here? augmented uh, John Candy's voice. That's, Here's the he king. Couldn't think of, he couldn't think of something to say to the naked girl. Yeah. He's, He's like, like uh, what do I say? Oh, right. <laughs> am I tar- supposed to be charming? Um, They're both naked. So and she's like, oh, I'm from Earth. I have nothing to give you, but I'll give you me. It's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> All right, here's the king. He cracked me up. He was just a weenie. They tell me you are Den of Earth, the one who dared to steal the female sacrifice from the queen. <laughs> what a goob. Okay. okay. I love Wolverine okay. effeminate. It's awesome. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wolverine <laughs> effeminate. I don't get it. Wait, why? Why? He was he played it, he played it so effeminate, but he's Wolverine because he uh he he has that healing factor. Yeah, oh he, re- he regenerates. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> like Wolverine, what the hell are you talking about? Certainly not the actor. His name was Ard, and he here's something Ard. else said this here. I am Ard, supreme leader of the revolution and the next ruler of the world. <laughs> I just loved. I just loved how he couldn't sit still. Yes, yeah, right, he's yeah, in his right. chair. He's like moving all Swarming around, like a, around and like, like yeah. a nine-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, it was very. Funny. He, Welcome to he, the planet where we're all named three letters. Yeah, <laughs> he made this weird laugh. <laughs> There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, it was after he got shot, and then he acted like it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Here's, uh, you'll ruin everything, but he says it wrong. Enjoy. You'll ruin everything. You'll ruin everything. Ruin. You'll, you'll ruin, ruin everything. everything. Yeah, wouldn't you want to ruin idiots. things? Tell me Satan Canada. Knock it off. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> a. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Stern trial. Listen, Stern, change the plea to guilty. Throw yourself on the mercy of the court. I told you, Charlie, I got an angle. I've got an angle. That's Eugene Levy right there. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. 
I've got an angle, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Surprised she wasn't in this. So much SCTV people in this. Her totally. and, uh, well, she probably said, oh, do I have to do one of these, the voices for these big booby ladies? Thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for, uh, she was, <laughs> she was too close to doing Home Alone. She'll be fine. Uh, let's see. This guy cracked me up. Unless maybe the preschooler's prostitute ring. All the times he sold dope disguised as a nun. So that's Squidward? That's the yes, voice of yes, Squidward. Yes, yeah, sure. Crazy. That doesn't... Unless yeah, right, maybe the preschooler... Bump, bump ass. Yeah, bump ass. <laughs> bumpus. Is it bumpus or bump ass? Uh, it's probably bumpus. Yeah. Poor guy. I'd get that changed. No, oh, for cares. sure. Get it. Not me. Look at the career he's had. Here's a you don't forget a name like Bumpus. No, Bumpus stays in your head. Uh, here's Harold Ramis. Haven't heard his voice in a while. Just we turned it up a little too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear that. God, There's no hiding man. that voice. I know. Rest in peace, dude. Like what a yeah. like he had no range whatsoever as an actor. But I just want him in everything. It didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it just didn't matter. Plus, he's made so many great films as a director and a writer. He's just a. Uh, what a loss. For, yeah. for my money, it's all about how he just drops into Knocked Up, the movie Knocked Up. Mm-hmm. He just like out of nowhere, suddenly he's Seth Rogen's dad. And I'm like, right. yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I want that to be true in reality. Yeah. He made one of the yeah. greatest movies of all time. Groundhog Day never gets old. Mm, that's true. a movie that should get old because it repeats itself all day. But uh, it's so good. I'd love it. All right, here's Eugene Levy doing things. First Earth chick we see in 10 years, and he's got to make a play for her. That means uh, Dan Levy was like five years old then, just walking around. <laughs> yeah. David. David. You. All right, here's a great choking sound. All right, there's that. You like that? Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, not really. I mean, it's as close as I got to anything that truly grossed me out. Nothing else grossed oh, me yeah. out. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of a movie where they want to gross me out, but I wasn't, it wasn't gross. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to gross gross you out with animation, right? Because like, yeah. Yeah, it's animation. It can be done. So there are animes, certain animes that are I that truly flip me out. Like uh, I'll watch something right. like um, Ninja Scroll. It's older, but that's legit. Like, ugh, my gosh, these yeah. guys. Yeah. But there's some, so there's something about some Japanese animation that can that can give me the willies. But for the most part. It's animation, man. I had a, I had a hard time when uh, Family Guy first started animating Throw Up. Oh, yeah, when they all barfing oh. in the living room that one time. Yeah, for barfing for like 20 minutes straight. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. Uh, for me, it's um, it's actually more like what they're saying as you see things on South Park. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Makes and feel by the way, is, isn't there a South Park episode? There that absolutely is. Yeah. Brian watched uh, it. Like, it's called Major Boobage. Uh, we watched right. it last night after watching this. Oh. It's season 12, episode 3. Uh, people get high on cat urine and uh, oh, hallucinate. And they, and they hallucinate everything from That's heavy metal. Including right. the wind, the wind riders, the yeah. convertible so, coming out of the so space great. shuttle. So do you get what I'm saying, Scott? It's not, that I, it's not that I remembered seeing the animated cat urine, but I remember them saying they're huffing it. And yeah. that's grossing me out. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. gross. That's interesting. Yeah, huffing <laughs> cat cat urine oh, vapors. It's Ugh. explained. It's explained in the show. Yeah, it's yeah. on HBO Don't Max. Spoil it. Season or you can just 12, go to episode South, three. You can just go to southpark.com. Oh, really? cc.com and yeah, they, they're oh. on there. Yeah, but they run commercials. Cool. I hate that. Uh, oh my one gosh, commercial. Yes. 
Oh, well, that's more one more than HBO Max will make me watch. Really? I don't need to see. I just ran through it, and I don't even see a commercial. I just went to the No, little, they used to. No, I don't know. Commercial. Maybe you got a blocker going there, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Hacker, man, hacker after, Boy. After years of not watching Comedy Central because they couldn't get it streaming anywhere, I now have Paramount Plus, so I'm watching Comedy Central. Oh, and yeah. uh, yeah. you know what? I didn't. I realized I did not miss The Daily Show having a bunch of commercials. I don't, I don't yeah. need that. I don't like it. No, sir, mm-hmm. I don't. I went when we were in Vegas. I was just reminded you turn on the TV and go, "Oh shit, it's all commercials!" Right? That's why I don't watch commercial television. I hate it. Can't stand it. All right, here's uh, here's the dying stupid bird. All right, this is a great sound. (laughs) (laughs) He he died for like twenty minutes straight. I think, the, I think the flying mount is my best example of I wouldn't I wouldn't have hated this when I was a kid. I, well, I mean, it's like, cool I really, in theory, but that the mount itself is so bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. It's, like having a big Valkyrie hilarious. mount is badass, but this thing was a that's like not a big falcon cannon. mount. That's like a no. I don't know what that is. It's like an ostrich or something. Yeah. A naked yeah. ostrich. You know what it's like? It's, it's like a it's like a comedian's rubber uh, rubber chicken. chicken. It's sure, like yeah. a comedian's rubber chicken. Yeah. Fair right, enough. He's tough as nails, though, because uh, they kept trying to kill it. And I kept, kept going, oh, no, they killed the mount. Yep. It's like, no, he's alive. No, they killed the mount that time. No, they did. Yeah, no, he and was then, he was determined to get her up over that thing and dump her in there. He was going to yeah. do it no matter what. He was spurting blood out of his <laughs> Yep. As soon as he, got- <laughs> he was spurting blood out of his neck. <laughs> yeah. And he was still trying to fly her up there. It was great. He made me laugh. And that, that alone was a yeah. good deal. All right, well, we've we've completed our task there, and now we leap over here to this. This is the Film Sack Checklist. Uh, if they were paid by the nipple, the producers would be billionaires. Check. Uh, make John Candy do everything. Check. And finally, sorry, lady, but your bird sucks. Check. Yes. Uh, can, I, can I answer one? Can I add one? Yeah, of course. Uh, total number of deaths in the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. seriously total number of deaths 69 69 trivia nice uh soundtrack grade uh oh we need connections anybody star trek stuff in here or no so um there there is just one yeah just one can we find a way to finally make it right yeah. it's um it's john bruno so uh you're gonna find him way down the credits of the movie. He's he's just listed as special effects. Oh. Uh but he goes on he goes on to ha- have a pretty uh pretty stout career behind the camera. Um and he got a couple of credits on Star Trek Voyager. Mm. Uh uh specifically he like his the peak of his career, he's uh you know, directing TV uh episodes and he directed two episodes of Voyager, uh one called Fury and one called Tinker Tenor Doctor Spy. Oh, that's cool. He hasn't done anything in a long time uh animation department wise. Heavy metal was the last thing he did, in fact, and he was sequence director for the soft landing episode. And then it broke him. And then that was it. Let's see if since then Let's see, art department up to 96, visual effects. Okay, that's where he stayed because he's got stuff all the way up to 2020. He's he's heavy into effects work. So I, I feel like uh, directing episodes of a syndicated TV show is pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. He's got, uh, let's see, visual effects for Titanic, Avatar. He must be, oh, Abyss and Terminator. He must be friends with uh, Cameron. There's got to be some kind of connection there. Anyway, there you yeah, go. Like, Do you think he? You think he's the one who sketched out Rose? I don't know. You think no, he is? No, I don't. I don't think so. I hmm. like. I I will bet you that uh, that sketch has a very 
you know, a very exciting story. story. Yeah, I bet it's like mm. John Cameron himself sketched it or something. <laughs> yeah, or James. <laughs> um, you know, it'd be cool is if John Bruno would have said, um, or no, if she would have said, "Draw me like John Bruno does his French ladies" or something like that. <laughs> that would have been that would have been what I would want. Uh, yeah, soundtrack great. I'm going to give it a G for great. I think it's great across the board. Yeah, it's got a good score. Oh, the music's yeah. oh, all without great, without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, and I looked it up. That. I looked it up. It was actually drawn by John James Cameron. James huh. Cameron. Uh, uh, not only did he he uh, draw it, but James Cameron is left-handed, so uh, he had to like the that you can see him actually drawing, it, like you can see his hand, right. and uh, and then they flipped it. They flipped it so that it looks like he's right-handed. I didn't know he could DiCaprio draw. Didn't know he could draw like that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really it's good. Not, not yeah. bad. Okay. Thought he was just all ideas okay, for- and directing, but he can okay, draw. For him, yeah. Uh, Twitter <laughs> post. This is where you guys sum it up. 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Just, I just had that moment where I'm like, did I write a Twitter post? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's real short. Heavy metal. A completely degenerate society is focused on the balls. Yeah. Just yes. like a Saturday night. At there it is. Oh, there it is. Yep. Ding, Not ding, where ding, I ding. thought Not, you were going to go today, but uh, I know you still got there. Yeah. I should have taken that bet. Yeah. Yeah. We had a bet. I, I, I bet that your Twitter post today would end with nothing like a Saturday night at Ibbotts. Yeah. That, <laughs> they're, seriously, they're focused on the balls. Yeah. No, they are. Balls. They oh, they are. are. No, I'm just yeah. saying like all the all the naked women in this thing. Nothing like a Saturday night at Ibbotts. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Brian Dunaway, your turn. Heavy metal. A shadow shall fall over the universe and evil will grow in its path and death will come from the skies. Oh, and my dork is hanging out. Hashtag boobies. Oh. I like your... <laughs> Dork. Just kidding. Is My that boss. what they call the Excuse whale? Me? They refer to a whale penis as a dork, like in a scientific oh, really? way. I think so. That's that's what a whale yeah. penis is called a dork. Yeah, big old 12, 12 foot freaking dork. You know. Jeez. Here, could you hold my dork for a minute? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> hold my dork. Uh, <laughs> used to say that when I'd pass my kid around. Just kidding. All right, let's. Uh, what else we got going here? <laughs> oh yeah, Brian Ibbett, give us yours. Yeah, me. Heavy metal. Uh, you you are going to have actual heavy metal in your heavy metal movie, right? Right? Is this thing on? <laughs> Always yes. a good Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. It's excellent work. Uh, alternative title time, folks. Yeah, that's right. Just handed this. Uh, the Hope for Rotoscope was the original title. And then finally, this depends on how much you're paying attention to who's in this movie. Uh, levy Metal. Levy oh, Metal? Yeah. That's sure. genius. Get it? Because... Eugene uh-huh. Levy metal. Get it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Genius. This is the best I could do. Uh, moving okay. on to best some to emails. Do. These emails came to us at filmsack at gmail.com. And in particular, we got this one from Jonathan. There's a little short one here where he says, currently listening to Willie's Wonderland's episode, or the Willy Wonder- Willie's Wonderland episode. And to answer Randy, emoji is a French word. That's Jonathan yeah, from right. France. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was news to me. I don't remember it coming up. I don't, I, I I don't remember, say, I don't remember talking about emojis either. I don't yeah. remember that. That's interesting. We had some but that is a good tidbit. Suck it, Randy. I, I, do, I, do find it, <laughs> I do find it funny that regularly we get an email where someone says, you know, Randy said this or that. And it turns out, no, I didn't. It was like uh, Brian Dunaway. It could have been. Because like, yeah. like, like, it gives me such an out-of-body experience where I'm like, right. no, I didn't. I remember I'm, hearing that. Did that come out of my mouth? <laughs> wow. Could have happened today. Uh, all right, moving on to this email from Brandon, who says, I grew up in a glass shop, uh, business residential oh, and automotive. dangerous. Be careful. He Don't says, throw stones. No kidding. Yeah. Said if we had Wait, gone... just a minute, Scott Johnson. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Whoa, no. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for emoji, Yeah. and it says it comes <laughs> Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, it's Japanese. Oh, 
Well, then how does this, why is this French listener? you're defending yourself about something that you don't I, remember d- saying. I, yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> but wait, there's a, the, the, this guy, well, he's in France, he's a French name, and I assumed he had his, so now we got to find out what's really going on. If it's yeah, Japanese, yeah. fine. If it's not, fine, picture, but hey. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Japanese words E for picture and Moji for character. Okay. Picture character. All right. Well. Take that, French man, Jonathan. Tell I don't get what the hell just happened. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like the, it's like a purely invented work of art as an email. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sounds about right. Beautiful. Uh, Brandon wrote in says I grew up in a glass shop. We had uh, if we had gone to the hospital every time somebody needed stitches, we oh, would God. all live there. Uh, so, and this is about duct tape in the Willy's Wonderland. He says so. Duct tape uh, would have that shit over wounds for weeks at a time. Uh-huh. Uh, because if you took it off early before the glue had degraded enough, the wound would just get pulled open again. Uh, not great for scarring, but definitely cheaper than and surprisingly effective. Just a bit of neosporin uh, if it's really bad to keep it clean. So he's saying like, yeah, you yeah, cut yourself, we, you put some... We always, we used electrical tape in my house. Really? I, we tape. never used tape yeah. of any kind. That's just insane. Yeah, well, you, we yeah. didn't, not everybody can afford Band-Aids, Scott. Jeez. <laughs> like you. Jeez. Yeah, this fancy Jeez, house I, I live in. Super glue. Yeah. To close yeah. like uh, close wounds, and now and, and now they do that at the doctors. They actually put yeah. super glue there. Yeah, yeah, it's a special kind though. Isn't uh, it? Super glue is made in France. It's <laughs> <laughs> a French. It's a French term. Glue. Yeah. It's pronounced super glue. A, jam, a Japanese expat <laughs> went to France, and my name is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. Nicely done. All right. Next movie we are doing. Oh, by the way, filmsack@gmail.com for those emails. Our next movie is Zathura. Yeah, that's right. A b- board game in space. Woo! Yeah. yeah. John Favreau directed a uh, uh, thing. And it's actually, I, my memory is it's good, but I don't remember. I, I liked it. I is, is I liked it. I thought it was good. All right. See if it holds I stand up. By it. We, we, have a, we have this like ongoing debate for like 15 years now, which, which, which goes, hey, I saw a John Favreau thing and I really liked it. And someone else who goes, is John Favreau a really good filmmaker? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. like, I guess you just have to watch everything he's ever done to see if you can ever come up with an example of not good. Yeah. So I mean, for me, I see, again. you see singles and you go amazing. You see Iron Man one. I'm incredible. You see Iron Man two and go, eh, eh, eh. but not that, you know, I mean, and whatever. And he's helped revive star Wars on the TV in a way that I didn't expect. And right. you know, that guy's I, a, yeah. great show. He does with, uh, the cooking show, chef, um, the chef show, chef show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very that's good. Such a great show. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just talking to someone yesterday who hadn't, uh, who knew nothing about Sam Raimi except like the movie, the name on movies. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was, and I was like, what's he, you need to watch that episode of the chef show where with him and Sam Raimi. Hmm. Uh, cause John Favreau gets like a very interesting interview of Sam <laughs> Raimi while oh, they're really? cooking together. I'd be interested in seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he still does that show. That's a thing. I mean, there hasn't been like, a new season in a couple of uh, years, but but there's like three or four seasons. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like it's something they could just pick up and and rebuild at yeah. any time. Yeah, you me. get the feeling that someone's filming John Favreau, you know, in a documentary style, pretty much every day of his life. Yeah, he's always I don't know, like having him in all these newer movies as uh, what's what's the character? Fatty, not fatty. Happy, happy, happy uh, Hogan. <laughs> Yeah, Happy Hogan. Hogan, not Fatty Hogan. I don't know why I thought of that. But, um, Fatty but I, Happy Hogan. We were watching, or somebody in the house was watching Friends the other day, and I was like, oh, there was this whole swing where he MMA. was. MMA. Yeah, yeah, he was he Monica's was Monica. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's not right. Not Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan is the guy from First Avenger, isn't he? Hold on a second. Happy Gilmore. Happy. Happy. Happy Slappy. Hogan is the guy. Uh, no, it is Happy Hogan. Okay. Who's the guy yeah. that was uh, in in the First Avenger? Is one of uh, one of Captain America's buddies, and it's oh. the actor we see. It's the guy with the piercing blue eyes. Dang it! Right. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Um, shoot. I'm looking happy at Henry. Not happy Henry. <laughs> happy Gilmore. Happy, <laughs> no. Dang it. All right. Happy Slappy. Uh, I'll find it. I'll happy bet. Slappy. Well, let us know what you find because we have to have closure on that. And uh, uh, another cool thing about being um, uh, John Favreau is you can just like insert yourself in, into whatever you want in whatever. Yeah. So like in Book of Boba Fett. He's he's the voice of this uh, this big black Mandalorian, mm. <laughs> like this mean mad Mandalorian. I don't want to say too much about him, like because right. uh, you haven't seen book book Boba Fett yet, Scott. But no, uh, his name is Paz Vishla, mm. and uh, and it's like you know, it's John. Fav- you could hear John Favreau when you when you're listening for it. You know, yeah, he yeah. gets to do dumb Dugan is who I was thinking of. Oh. oh not okay. happy at all. He's dumb dumb. No, he's not happy. Well, that's, that, that, it's, it's good. You can be happy dumb dumb. You can be a happy dumb dumb. Yeah. You can be a happy dumb dumb. Yeah. Yes. Remember dumb dumb suckers? Mm. Oh, yeah. those are so still get them at the bank anytime I go. I know. I still. I still. Well, most <laughs> sure, of the, those are for the kids. Most Give me my, my sucker. Most Whatever. of my most of my bad teeth are owed to those things. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were bad. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Zathura next week, right here on FilmSack. FilmSack.com is our website. FilmSack at gmail.com is how you email us. And you can find us on Twitter. Poke us there at, uh, at FilmSack. If you've noticed lately, less uh, uh, like GIF a thons when I'm watching one of the movies via that Twitter account, it's because HBO Max, uh, Prime, Netflix, and Hulu have all put in uh, stuff to make it so you can no longer capture footage from a browser. Oh, oh no way. Really? Yeah. That's, that's easy. You can get that's around easy. it. So are, how are you, how are you, how are you like from a browser? Yeah. Yeah. Cause oh, I'm, easy. Just turn off hardware encoding. Oh, is that, will that do it? Yeah. Oh, Software shut decode. up. Wow. There's wow. no encryption in software decoding. Oh, it's well, like they, used to, they used to not care Netflix. and now they care yeah. though. And they've flipped it on or whatever. So I will like go in there and do that. You can't stop me. All right. I'm I'm down. I tried every browser too. So let's see software. Where the hell is even that? I don't know where that is. Yeah, just uh, do look for the settings hardware. Turn off hardware acceleration. Boom. That's Am it? I the only person in the world who still has like a 14 year old version of Fraps that I keep <laughs> up and running? <laughs> you might. I don't know. That's be you, brother. Yeah, yeah you got to do you. Well, gotta, the, gotta go deep on some news groups to find out how to make it work on the latest version of Windows. There you go. All right, well, Brian, you may have saved my life here. Okay, expect more gifts in the future, everybody, because when that, whenever that turned on, I was like, oh, I haven't been able to do it since. All right, anyway, I thought you were—I thought you were going to say that there's throwing strikes on you on Twitter or something. No, That's what no, I was, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no more gifts from our movies. Yeah, they pff, screw that. They—they're—it's such a dumb thing for them to, to stop worry us about. And I'll keep finding a way around. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to stop people from capturing entire things and putting them on their Plex servers. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get, I get it. it. But that's I not what it. I'm doing. I'm just doing a screenshot. That—that—that. That, 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 how does it right. hurt them for me to be promoting their shit? It's no, when it's so easily circumvented, I'm just like, stop it. Yeah. Just quit it. Well, look, stop it. People make computers and we're yeah. people too. So we're in. We're, we're smart. We are smart. Make it go. All right. <laughs> uh, where the hell was I? Oh, that's it. Leave us reviews wherever you go on uh, uh, your, your podcast directories of various sorts. That'd be great uh, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. 
We'll see you next time. Sexual ecstasy with mechanical assistance. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Circumcised robot. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.